0: I just keep it simple. And that is great, Father in heaven. I ask that you cleanse my heart. I can come before you with the right heart, sir. And I just ask right now, sir, that if there be anything in my life that would stop your Holy Spirit from flowing through the three of us, and if there be anything that would put a wedge and a wall between you and me, I ask you to remove it. For you alone, quote that Lauren Daigle girl, you alone hold the power to redeem. And I figure she probably got it out the book. So that's what we ask, sir, that you redeem this moment in time and help us, sir, to represent you well. And My number one prayer always is, sir, don't let me, help me to not rep- misrepresent you. In your great name and every bit of it for your glory. I
1: was thinking today, I said, like, well, I don't have anything on my heart. And I said, like, well, I have a lot of things on my heart. But I thought maybe I'd start with something pretty simple that might be a foundation we can build on and it's been uh just the past few months something that that uh keeps it it, it just kind of sits there it stays there is my complete inability to please God that I could see that about you no matter what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not hidden <laughs> and uh i remember one um something my dad did as an example he got uh he got a cup of water and put the water in like filtered water this is the you know this is iceberg water from switzerland or whatever and what'd you drink this? yeah this is clean water yeah then he he takes the dropper he's like this is toilet water and he puts just one drop in like now is this water clean would you drink this and it was just an example of the way that uh sin in our life you know are are we still clean to god are we still able to please god is this still something that he can take delight in And, and really the answer is is no And when he set up those offerings for the Israelites and he gave them all the instructions and all of the rules and all of that, he still said at the end, I will see it as a a pleasing aroma. I will accept it. So he's making a promise that he's going to choose to take delight in that. It's It's not what he takes delight in by itself, but I'm going to choose and I'm going to count it as righteousness for you. And when, later on, when the prophets, I, I already said, you know, they were saying, stop bringing meaningless offerings. Because without that, heart set the right way it doesn't mean anything. And he's always been a, a state of our heart. Is your heart broken? Is it open? And it doesn't matter what I'm doing, how much I'm doing, or how little I'm doing for God. It doesn't matter how I feel about myself or how I'm doing. But it's that state of heart. And on one side, it's the comfort of knowing I feel useless and terrible, but I know that God sees my heart, and I know that he chooses to take the light of me. And on the other side, when I'm feeling like I'm doing something great, I have to remember this doesn't matter. This this work that I'm doing isn't what God's after. And it, it's never going to be enough to please him. It's my heart and Doing doing in the work, but remembering that it's that state of heart that pleases God or that causes him to <laughs> not take delight in the work that I'm doing, even if it seems like a great Christian work.
0: Ain't there a passage in the book that says these folk are I can't remember exactly how compared hunger to me with their lips with their lips, with their hearts, but their hearts so are far from, from me. me. He sees the God we can't see. Sees what we can't see. You know what I'm saying? You see? <laughs> so, and I was thinking about that on the way here, you know, because I was trying to have we something have we done a disservice to folk? To say if y'all come down front, put you, raise your right hand and repeat mm-hmm. that to me and say a prayer. And folk think they walked out and they was good to go. Because the book does say if you confess with your mouth that Jesus died on that cross and believe in your heart. Mm-hmm. That his father raised him from the dead. But Jesus said to old Nick, Nicodemus, the rabbi that, you know, was college professor, old Nick taught at Old Miss on the southern side of Israel, you know. Mm -hmm. That's where they had that fellow from the south of Israel. You ever read that in, it's in Numbers, and they name these guys, so-and-so, big-ass so-and-so, and you know what Numbers is about, right? Yeah. It's a book of sex
1: because so and so begat so and so
0: you ain't begetting if you ain't gettin'. you see what I'm saying and only you gettin' somebody is if you be or somewhere, somewhere you see what I'm saying so but there was one old boy you could tell you knew he was from had to be from the southern part of Israel because his name was a nub you know and then fellas you see him around the neighborhood and say "Say, boy that boy of yours he sure ain't much is he, he was, no he's just a nub you know <laughs> it's in the book that's the guy's name I didn't make that up you know I'm off the track there <laughs> Jesus saying to old Nick he said unless a man be born again he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. that's Jesus saying that that's quoting him too I'm pretty sure I got that one right mm-hmm. a man cannot enter heaven unless you be born again now I may ask you something if if you are if you 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 went down front and you did a repeat after me prayer but then you walk across the street the next day and you cuss the wallpaper off the wall. Or you go out in the parking lot and you're a woman, you beat up on your husband. You know what I'm saying? Or you foul-mouthing, or you gossiping about, or you doing this, or you doing that. Mm-hmm. You doing stuff that comes under the, straight under the Ten Commandments. Th- the, the, thou shalt not. Yeah. Thou shalt not bear false witness. You shall make, not make false accusation. But you going out
1: and doing that, have you been born again? Well, I wouldn't... I would be careful about, I know you would, placing it as as sin because the because there is a process, and we're not supposed to Being renewed conform, and conform to to rules, but allow the Spirit to work that out in our hearts. And for some people, you know, they might be smoking ten years later, and God is working on their heart. And at some point, He's going to say this is is not helping you
0: somewhere <laughs> the, the, the bible don't say it out.
1: shall not smoke yeah but i'm saying if we're looking at just those outward expressions where where it so i didn't it, it get there gets, but I, yeah. I was gonna get there okay but i got but, sidetracked uh, by a <laughs> <laughs> but i like because it has to enter into the heart and that confession has to turn into a song a speech your 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 expression of God in you has to continue instead of just that one moment of agreeing with.
0: I, I agree with you. Sin is sin it's sin, man, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. and when you and I sin, something's got to die, because the wages of sin is death, mm-hmm. but the beauty of that is, is when we get humble quick, and we go back to Jesus Christ, and we say, I'm sorry, I was a bonehead when you found me, and I'm still a bonehead, <laughs> Jesus like, look, I already was ready, I've been waiting for you to say that, because the forgiveness was here waiting for you, mm-hmm. and my desire to restore was waiting for you, all I was waiting was for you to get humble, because that's my hardest to forgive, my hardest to restore, you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying, so that wedge don't have to stay there and yes there are things in our lives that we got to surrender as we go along but it all comes down to surrender am i willing to surrender my heart who i really am and give up my right to be in control mm-hmm. all right, when i do that born again can happen and change comes and if i'm changing you should be able to see it in my life and hear it out my mouth if this gets heart changed this starts working different, and this starts behaving different. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And the other, some of it, maybe you ain't. My old man told me story about this uh, this old boy that he he became a Christian, said he believed in God, and everything lined up in his life, but he couldn't quit smoking. Now Bible don't say thou shalt not smoke. Mm-hmm. All right, but he couldn't quit smoking, and he'd tell you straight out he knew it was wrong, mm-hmm. but he never gave it up. And in the end, the man got to cancer and died from it. Mm-hmm. had he been willing to give it up, surrender it to God, he might not have. See, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He got to die of something, but he might not have died of that.
1: Yeah.
0: You see what I'm saying? So if you're willing to give it up and let God make the change, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I was struggling with this on the way here. Because, oh, wait a minute. How can I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died on that cross if it ain't in my heart? Because out of the abundance of the heart. The word abundance means a lot. Out of the fullness, if your heart is full of the Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit stuff's going to come out your mouth. If there's trash, if there's contamination in the water, there's going to be some contamination coming out. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So but the best you and I can do, and here's where you get where you you can't do it on your own. The best you and I can do is surrender to God. Surrender to the Holy Spirit and let him make that change. Mm -hmm. because we cannot you're right we can't get there on our own we can't be righteous on our own he's holy on a level that we can't comprehend the only way we get righteous is if he declares us to be so yeah you see what i'm saying
1: the system of coming front raising your hand saying repeating the prayer is really based on our desire to be able to count i got this many people saved in this service, there you go. This many people were. And without that desire, what happens naturally, what is understood naturally, is the need for discipleship. They're here, they're feeling that response, they're saying a prayer, and that means it's time to minister to them and carry them through. But when it's like, hey, big name preachers here, and
0: I got to justify my ministry now. I yeah. got to, oh, you know.
1: I'm worth the the $10,000 this church is paying me to be here. Yeah. I'm going to get this many people saved.
0: Yeah, and the reality is you didn't get nobody saved because mm-hmm. you can't save nobody. Can't nobody come <laughs> but the Holy Spirit draw them. You know, my I got a brother that I said, well, look, man, you're just trying to go fishing without casting a net. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't cast a net. I'm a fisher of men, but I put that net in the deep where He tells me to put it. If He ain't told me to go put out and put it in the deep, then you better stay on the shore and mend the net, because out there you you're rowing for nothing. You see what I'm saying? When He says go on out there in the deep and put the net net out, then go on and do it. Follow Him. Do it'll Go when the quarterback says go. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If, I realize this. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ died on that heart or on that cross. When you do that, what are you confessing? You are confessing he died on that cross for me. I should have been the one there. There means when you confess that he died on that cross, you are recognizing your guilt, your inability to please God. When you confess that he died on that cross, you are recognizing that should have been me. Guess what? That just happened. You just got humble. And God said, now I'll draw near to the humble. Oh, by the way now, boy, if you believe in your heart that I raised him from the dead, I'll raise you too. I'll raise you too. You see, and at that point it becomes do you trust me, boy? Do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Once I trust him, now it becomes a love relationship. Because you can't have love without trust. Yeah. You can't have you can't have trust without love. You see what I'm saying?
1: I had a a picture of I was thinking about thinking about a process somebody's going through and I just had a picture of a person grasping the edge of a cliff, like dangling over the oh. cliff and then the Holy Spirit comes and they're saying, you know, pick me up, put me back on the cliff and the Holy Spirit's like picking up their fingers one by one and they're like yeah. hanging on for dear life. And he's like, underneath you, I put your feet on the rock. It's not white empty air. And, and we still have that, like like Peter, where he was right there with Jesus' but when He took his eyes off, he started to sink. And it's that, that level of trust that we are attached to, you know, my my bank account or my job or my if I have this, I feel secure. And he has to in that process lift yeah, those fingers up one by one yeah. till we're till we either realize, oh, he put my feet on the rock and this is what my stability, this is my source, or we Freak yeah. out and, and realize, because there really is nothing under our feet if we're not looking at God.
0: This old guy hanging from the vine on the cliff, and he shouts, somebody save me. And God hollered down from the cloud, just let go of the, let go of the vine. <laughs> and the guy's like, is there anybody else up there?
1: <laughs> but I, when, when we talked a little bit about that process and the Spirit bringing the correction and guiding us, and I really appreciate that part of your testimony of these these things that God told you along the way. You know, and some things that he told you might have been things that people, you know, if you had been in a, a church, a more conservative church, they would have been like, this needs to be first. But he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking them down this road, and we're going to deal with these things in my timing, and that's when we end up having to have the patience with each other, you know. Just because I've been through this doesn't mean that every that you have to have passed through this to be a mature Christian. Because mm-hmm. I got things that he's already dealt with you with and you're like, Well why why aren't you yeah, I, that <laughs> boy so dumb? No. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It, 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 he God I found I didn't know that God didn't that what happened to me was unusual. I thought God talked from the ceiling to everybody. I didn't know that, you know? (laughs) So, you know, I was just learning, you know, learning it as I went too. And it was Him revealing it to me. You know, I tell people, look, hold out your hand. Hold out your hand. Are your fingerprints the same as mine? Mm -hmm. Well, then how can yours be fingers? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. First off, yours ain't as wrinkled and as dirty, but, you know, (laughs) but they're still fingers. Uh And God made 52 bajillion different sets of fingerprints and every one of them a finger, then cannot God give out 52 bajillion different experiences and still have it be him? Mm -hmm. Yours going to be different. God don't get stuck in no rut. Mm -hmm. He may do some things similar. There ain't but one way to get to him, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. That's one of the the few things that there's one way of. Mm -hmm. But he'll bring us all around in a different way to get us to that place, Mm -hmm. you know? where he'll, he'll break you down. Jesus said far better for for you to fall on the rock and be broken mm-hmm. than a rock fall on you and be crushed. <laughs> I wonder how I thought about, you know, I think one reason Jesus said that is, look, I know you've been put together wrong. So if you fall on me, sometime I got to cause you to fall on the rock and break you so I can put you back together, right? Because you've been put together wrong.
1: I look at it kind of like cancer. You know, you let sin in. And then it deceives you. You think it's part of you. You think it belongs to you. You, you know, my body's supposed to be all misshapen mm-hmm. like this. And it, like you said, breaks you open, splits you apart. And <laughs> this is I'm what you're supposed to look like. This is what I mean.
0: And then you become a new creation. You see what I'm saying? You've been born again. Once you've been born again, I get, here's a good way to say it too. Once you've been born again, you are a new c- creation. Mm-hmm. But get this, man, you've been born again. When you was born did you know how to talk when you was born did you know how to walk see what i'm saying but when you're born again you got to have the same thing you just been born now i got to teach you to walk and to talk
1: you really are a big dumb baby you know in some cases you know
0: you know people look at me but that's one ugly baby right there (laughs) But i love that song there's a song by that guy uh uh, Robin Mark, I think it is. He sings this song. I don't know the whole name of it, but there's a line in there. And I think we've said his voice it says, You look in miry clay and see purest gold. Mm. You see what I can't even see about my own self. Mm. You see what other folk can't see about me. But guess what? You can also see in them what I can't see. And that's where I think you and I have to have the same grace that we've received. We have the grace to let God. See what he sees in them and then bring it out. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, if you'll let me, I'll change your life for you. That's not a one time event, that's a lifetime event. You know, I just turned 62, I've been endeavoring to follow Jesus for 30 years now. And you know, why I'm quick after a long time, you know, <laughs> but some of the stuff has taken him 30 years, yeah. you know. And I tell him all I say, well, God, I, don't. I just turned 62. There's <laughs> less trail in front of me than there is behind me. So some of this stuff it was we gotta
1: pick up the pace, you know. Probably about ten years ago, so Naila's dad would have been your age, and Naila had a vision of of they were going they walked into the hospital, her and her mom, and they went into the viewing area, and she saw the these angels inside, and her dad laid on the side on the table, and they had like this long kind of like a file. And they were scraping his bones. It's like the the work never stops. Yeah. There's there's always the 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 longer he's working, the finer the details he can be mm-hmm. refining. And the less we suffer in the end, because everything that it's like being in a giant being in a river with a strong current. And you're you're fine unless you have something that's catching the current the wrong way, pushing you and it's hurting and he's he's streamlining us so we can flow in his spirit and without getting broken
0: apart <laughs> the more you surrender to the when you learn the more that you surrender to him the easier the change comes mm-hmm. but it's you know we struggle with that surrendering to him cuz we want to arrive. you know <laughs>